This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Senator Tommy Tuberville confirms once again the importance of the U.S. Space Force and the serious threat posed by communist China when it comes to space. Tuberville was interacting with U.S. Space Force General Chance Saltzman at a committee hearing of the Senate Strategic Force Subcommittee. A lot of people believe the conflict with China could very well start in space. What might that look like one day? The the Chinese and the Russians have, have gone to school on us over the last 20 years, and they know that we've built a, a joint force structure that relies heavily on the assumption that space capabilities will be there. Whether it's our precision navigation and timing, whether it's satellite communications, uh, the missile warning that we, we, we rely on, and the intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance, persistence that we have with space capabilities, they know we rely on that. And so if they can blind us, if they can interfere with those capabilities, or God forbid, destroy them completely, they know that that will diminish our advantages and, and put the joint force at risk. Uh, so I can see interfering with, I can see blinding, I can see some of those gray area kinds of attacks on our capabilities to try to put us behind the eight ball. State Senator Arthur Orr is planning to offer legislation that deals with Alabama's grocery tax. Orr says that his bill would gradually decrease the four-cent sales tax on groceries over time on certain essential products. Those food products deemed essential would be according to the Women and Infants and Children federal program known as WIC. The tax decrease would only stay in place as long as the Education Trust Fund continues to generate revenue each year by 2% or more. The grocery tax directly funds the ETF each year and or is chairman of the Education Budget Committee. Or told 1819 News that a wholesale elimination of the tax is not possible if it jeopardizes the education budget. Or's bill also prohibits cities and counties from adding on a grocery tax of their own if the state removes theirs. And on Tuesday of this week, the Alabama House passed a proposed spending budget for the surplus funds of $1 billion from the American Rescue Plan Act. That bill was then sent to the Alabama Senate, where the Finance and Taxation General Fund Committee approved it and added on an amendment. That amendment allows the Alabama Department of Environmental Management to receive funds for stormwater infrastructure and to match funds for local utilities. The U.S. taxpayer money coming from the federal government to the state will be allocated to areas here in Alabama that improve water, sewer, and broadband connectivity, as well as $100 million designated to hospitals and nursing homes. About $55 million has been earmarked for services within the state that were negatively impacted by the public health emergency caused by the COVID-19 virus. The legislation will be considered by the full Alabama Senate on Thursday. This is all part of the special legislative session that Governor Ivey called into order last week. A mobile teacher at Faith Academy is now in jail and facing charges for sexual relations with a 16-year-old student. Jonathan Sowers was arrested shortly after the student admitted to Sem's police that she had left her home to meet Sowers at a Walmart parking lot and then go on to have sex. The student had told her parents she was going to shop for school supplies. However, the parents became alarmed after she was gone for more than an hour. They ended up heading to the store where they found her empty car. Lieutenant Mark Bailey spoke to Fox 10 TV News about what happened next. She hadn't returned in an hour and a half, so they went out. They, they found her car. Uh, did not find their daughter in the car. Um, they went inside the Walmart. They could not locate their daughter, so they become very concerned and they notified uh, the sheriff's office and wanted to file a, a missing persons report. 
Police then caught up with that student walking alongside a road near the Walmart, and that's when she confessed what had happened with Sowers. An Alabama woman is suing Norfolk Southern and a pipe fabrication company for the death of her husband back in 2022. The announcement of this lawsuit comes the same week that Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced plans to sue the same railway company for the train derailment and chemical fallout that happened in East Palestine, Ohio this past February. When it comes to the Alabama case, 43-year-old Walter Griffin of Hueytown was killed while training to become a train conductor. Investigators say it was a freak accident when two trains passed each other in Bessemer and a metal beam sticking out from one of the freight cars pierced the window of the conductor's cab of the opposite train and killed Griffin on board. Sheila Fields is the widow to Griffin, and in her lawsuit, Fields claims that both trains were owned by Norfolk Southern and the misplaced pipe was due to a failure to properly inspect those cars. Fields says she is suing because she does not want this to happen to anyone else. And a date has been set for Huntsville City Councilman Devin Keith when it comes to the shoplifting charges that have been issued against him. Keith will face a bench trial at the Madison County Courthouse on May 10th. Keith has entered a not guilty plea when it comes to four misdemeanor theft charges. He's accused of taking $129 worth of merchandise from a Walmart on University Drive in Huntsville starting in November of 2022 as well as three other Walmarts in that area on Sparkman Drive and Memorial Parkway. The total amount that Keith is accused of stealing is $491 in merchandise. Keith has been removed as leader from the Huntsville City Council's Finance Committee, and that was done by the council president. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, we're now finding out more details surrounding the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank for its uninsured deposits, as well as its recent bailout from the U.S. Treasury. Claremont Institute and the Federalist Media Outlet are now reporting that online records show SVB gave $73 million as a donation to the Black Lives Matter movement and other social justice causes that would fall under ESG policies. Those are non-financial standards for investing in the environment social and government issues. The donations from SVB in this area all started back in 2020 during the George Floyd riots in Minnesota. Meanwhile, California Governor Gavin Newsom appears to have totally forgotten that he has three wineries who are clients with SVB, as well as his wife's charity receiving a $100,000 donation from that bank. Newsom failed to make this conflict of interest known to the White House when he was petitioning Joe Biden to help the bank out from its financial collapse and to guarantee that the bank's largest depositors would get their money back. And while we're on the topic of banks and money, Kentucky Congressman James Comer, who heads up the U.S. House Oversight Committee, is now speaking out about the U.S. Treasury documents that show a wire transfer of $3 million from a Chinese energy company to the Biden family, This happened just after Joe Biden ended his vice presidency back in 2017. Comer spoke on Fox News about the whole thing. Uh, Around two months after Joe Biden left the office of vice president, received a $3 million wire from two individuals directly associated with the Chinese Communist Party. The very next day after that wire was received, uh, the Walker account started transferring money into three different Biden family members' accounts, including a new Biden family member that's never before been identified as someone being involved in the influence peddling scheme. So this is very uh, serious 
information that we've received, very troubling information. It does show a pattern that uh, the Biden family was receiving money directly from China. And the question I have, Sean, is what were they doing in return for that money? A political action committee that aligns itself with former President Donald Trump is taking action on a potential presidential candidate within the Republican Party. MAGA Incorporated has now asked the Florida Commission on Ethics to look into the current actions of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. MAGA Incorporated is claiming that DeSantis is running a shadow presidential campaign by going on a book tour throughout the nation and raising money ahead of any announcement that he would be running in the Republican primary in 2024. Taylor Budowich is director of the PAC and says there is strong evidence that DeSantis is hiring staff and attending meetings with important people within primary states, all while using taxpayer money to do so. Budowich is asking the Florida Ethics Commission that if a violation is found, that DeSantis be penalized by being disqualified from any placement on future ballots within that state. And a Gallup and Knight Foundation poll shows that the national media reputation among the average American is living up to the term fake news. The poll shows that only 26% of Americans now view the national news media as favorable overall. 50% believe that national news outlets put out stories with the full intent of misleading, misinforming, and or persuading the public to a certain viewpoint. In a ranking that includes 46 other countries and their news outlets, The U.S. ranked last when it comes to trust and accuracy. That means Poland, Peru, and the Philippines are more trustworthy for their news reports than the American mainstream media. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 